0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: You can not only learn from your mistakes, you can celebrate them. They define who you are and serve as a learning tool to become your most beautiful self ever. Welcome to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, with your host, Jim Stacy. Jim is the author of 11 books and is here to help you experience the power of the divine deep within yourself. It's inside you. You just have to know where and how to look for it. Now, here is Jim Stacy. And thank you again to all of you who have tuned in to
2: join me today. I want you to know that I deeply appreciate every one of you, and I wish I could meet you in person. Some of you I have, and I hope that many more of you will be able to meet someday. But thank you for being here, and I trust that today's show will be of help to you on your spiritual path as we talk about walking in the power of gratitude. All the things that I talk about on the show, you'll find in much more detail on my website, which is www.thedivineiswithinus.com. And right there on the first page, you'll find 10 different things that I've written available for downloads, and you can take a look at that and see what you think. But today, we're talking about, oh my, one of the really, really most important attitudes uh, qualities that we can ever experience in our lives. It took me so many years to learn about this. It wasn't until I was talking with somebody one day that uh, I realized, you know, I have not really ever learned to express gratitude or to walk in the power of gratitude. And I began that process that day. I'll share some of that with you today. And also try to open a door for you to learn how to do this most amazing practice that I have ever found. My question, and I have a lot of them today, is how often have you ever given thanks for something that you really wished was not a part of your life? Did you ever ask yourself that question, or why not? We've been taught by our society that that's really a silly thing to do Give thanks for something we don't like? Oh no, we have been taught to do it differently. How often we miss a beautiful gift in an experience by trying to push away or push aside the things that are trying to get our attention. So many times, it's a very positive and very important issue that is trying to get our attention And sometimes the best way for that to happen is something negative, something in our lives that we don't like or don't want. And by pushing that aside, we miss learning and stepping into the gift that is there for us. Just because we fear something or want to get away from it doesn't mean that it's here to frustrate us or here to defeat us or here to make us more into that small person that we have sometimes believed we are. Every situation, whether it's pain and suffering as we talked about a few weeks ago, or whether it's frustration, or whether something in your life that is blocking something else from happening for you, I want you to know, my friends, it's here to bring a beautiful gift or insight into our lives. If we will just learn to look that situation in the face, and say to it, tell me why you're here. Tell me why you're part of my life. I want to understand, I want to change and grow and become more than I've ever been. I want to understand and claim all of that. And you know, there's nothing quite as powerful as gratitude to help us see those gifts, to help us claim those gifts, and to help us let go of all the things that keep us from experiencing the very best in life. Yes, I want that for you, I want that for me, you want that for you, and there are other people in your life that you want that experience to be theirs too. For them to experience the very best that they can and to be able to let go of all that keeps them from experiencing the beauty and the power that every one of us longs for. Just behind what you want uh, to be rid of in your life awaits a gift that will transform your reality in ways that I am convinced will make us all dance with delight. I know. I've experienced it many times, and I will experience it again and again. But why do you think it's easier at times to complain, uh, to feel dread of not having something? to feel the frustration about why something is here and I can't get rid of it or past it or beyond it, Uh, to be angry about the situations that are facing me, the things that are blocking me or keeping me from uh, being free, we think, or keeping us from having something that we really, really believe that we need. And many times we do. Honest things that, yes, I need this in my life why isn't it here why am i frustrated in this process why is it at times that we complain and dread and are angry and frustrated about what hasn't shown up yet for us or seems to be beyond our reach what's happening inside of us when we wrestle with not being able to get what we need what is that do you think we're going to look at that today We're going to discover some very interesting truths about that. But what are the old beliefs that keep us in prison? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Are there beliefs that you are carrying and holding on to that you know you've questioned for a long time? You're not sure at all of the validity in in your life or whether it's true or not. But what are those old beliefs that keep us in prison? We've all had them, or many times we still do have them, to check up our beliefs, to look at them seriously, to make a list of them as best we can, to choose to see through the beliefs that we have held that keep us small are vitally important for each one of us. What are the old rules that are holding us back? Rules that we learned from our parents Uh, rules we learned from some religious uh, organization, rules that have come to us or come at us from unconscious people in our past. But what is it that we really believe about ourselves? Is one of those old beliefs that we're unworthy? Is one of those old beliefs that you're not good enough? Is one of those old beliefs that you're too small? You're not smart enough? You're just not going to be able to do it? What is your most defeating belief? Have you ever tried to write that down? I would encourage you to do it, and we'll talk more about that later in the show. What is it that is frustrating you deep, deep inside? It's not another person, it's not a situation, It's not anything outside of yourself. I have always found that there's something deep inside of me that is keeping me from the best. And the more I've learned to look at that, to find that, and then choose to let it go, and we'll talk about that a little bit later too. How do we let those things go? And the best way is that we choose to replace them with something else. You've heard me talk about that before in dealing with our human shadow. And really, walking in the power of gratitude and learning to do that is part of this shadow practice. Is there some religious God that you feel you must appease before you can have what you want? Oh, I've been through that one. For so many years, I thought that everything that was wrong had to be something wrong with me and this some God is angry at me or some God just really uh, can hardly stand the thought of me. I was taught that by religious dogma and i learned a few years later quite a few years later that there's nothing quite as damaging to us as some old religious ideas that uh, are about who we truly are and and we're more than that those old religious ideas are lies they have not been telling us the truth Many religious people think that they must bow down to some higher power in order to be good enough. I say nonsense. Many people think they have to worship some deity in order to get what they want, but trying to prove to some god that you love him is the craziest behavior of all. There is nothing quite as dishonest as faking some form of holiness or religiousness or whatever to get our way. All that produces is nothing but a self-righteousness that takes people into the bondage of shame and guilt, my friends. You deserve much more than that. You did not. You do not deserve to be held in or held captive by some crazy dogma that says there's a God that's angry at you. You deserve a life that is filled with gratitude instead of shame, gratitude instead of remorse, wholeness instead of smallness and this is what today's show is all about the doorway into all that you desire is awaiting your choice to enter it to live in gratitude is to know that you deserve much more than anyone maybe has ever told you especially the voices of religion what passion have you not yet expressed what vision have you not yet explored what dragon in your life have you not yet slain aha that's a good one and what has to die inside of you so that you can truly live the life that you are here the life that you were meant to live what love have you not yet given or received what risks have you not taken what is the next adventure that you will step into have you thought about that one What adventure awaits your walking down that path and experiencing the beauty and the power and the delight and all that adventures can bring to us? What beliefs must yet be abandoned? What deep knowing awaits your claiming it and experiencing the delights within it? Your most beautiful self and your greatest purpose awaits your claiming it and bringing it forth. And walking in the power of gratitude is one of the most beautiful keys to experiencing all of that. Gratitude is the attitude necessary for all those issues. I personally struggled with all those issues for more than just a a few years, many years. And one day, when talking with someone who knew about gratitude and its power to live in the beauty of all that I'd been wanting, I began to understand. And since I began to understand that, it has changed my life. I began to know that I needed to learn how to live in the energy and power of being grateful, to not focus on the negatives, but to focus on something different. So I began the practices that I want to share with you today. Gratitude changed my life dramatically. It has taken me to where I am today. My purpose for being here became clear, and that's part of being right here with you on the radio today. I now have a major publisher, and my book is coming out in just a few weeks, that I am so excited about. I met the love of my life after waiting for so long to find her. And I want to say thank you, Marie, for being together with me. Right now it's time for a break. I'll be right back after a couple minutes.
0: This is the 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network.
1: Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles. And you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Jesus Was Not a Christian, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Jesus was not a Christian. Available right now on Amazon.com. The Voice
0: America Seventh Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change.
1: listening To Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to The Divine is Within Us at Gmail.com. Again, that's The Divine is Within Us at Gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So, as I was sharing with you some of the things that have
2: happened in my life, the most beautiful part is that through walking in gratitude, I have been able to birth a new self. I'm not the guy I was, even a year ago. I'm not the guy I was 10, 20, 30 years ago, not by any means. And you know, I am so glad that that's true. So how did all that happen? Part of it is gratitude and the other issues that I've talked about in many of the shows that you already see on the list. But beyond radio and writing and being loved, I'm working on much more. Plans are underway right now to provide Vision Quest Weekends and Aramaic Adventure Weekends at a very special place in the high desert of Arizona, the higher desert where it's not so hot, the higher desert where it is absolutely breathtaking when you look across the valleys and see the mountains on the other side. I facilitated a Vision Quest there last year, and to my delight, it was life-changing for every participant. There are a lot of details that have to line up for all this to happen. I need money to make it happen that I don't yet have, but I will have. I've been assured of that in many ways. So my job is to walk my talk, practice gratitude, and see all of this fall into place. So how does gratitude work? There are three main ingredients in seeing gratitude active in our lives. Number one, knowing that you deserve more than you have yet experienced. I hope you really let that sink deep into your heart. I want you to know, the divine wants you to know, that you deserve far more than you have yet experienced, far more beauty, far more serendipity, far more unfolding of of delightful adventures. This knowing comes from letting go of the old beliefs, one at a time, maybe two at a time, and choosing what it is that you want to replace them with. I talked so much more about that on past shows, from shows number 8 to 13. You'll find several uh, shows there on uh, dealing with our human shadow and making choices and living beyond externals and and dealing with all the issues of pain and suffering and the power of choosing all of these are issues that I dealt with in much more detail there, and you can go back and look, listen to those anytime you want. But number one, to know that you deserve more than you have yet experienced. Number two, two simple words, thank you. Thank you is the only prayer we ever need to pray. Yeshua's sense of prayer was not asking for things at all. Yeshua's sense of prayer was, thank you and show me what I need. Thank you uh, is always about you and your relationship to the divine that is within you, your true self. The divine is within you, and as you learn to know that and experience that, the more you will be able to choose and claim and then know who it is that you truly are. The more we practice this, the more we step into thank you, show me what I need, show me what I have the power to choose, show me, show me, thank you. This is the power of gratitude. It's not focusing on what isn't there, it's focusing on reality, present tense. This is who I am, this is what I struggle with, this is what I want to know, thank you, that you are going to show me the path through all of this to the other side where I can claim and know all it is that I seek. The divine is with, that is within you is pure love. You do not have to appease love. That's the thing that religion totally misses. They think there's some God to be appeased. No, there's not. That is not the truth. Love never needs appeasement love needs connection you do not have to work hard to deserve love irregardless of what anybody told you in the past about not being good enough those lies are not what you need love happens as a natural connection with your own divinity within You go back and check shows number 17, 18, and 21. Just in the last few weeks, I've talked much more about the Aramaic power of healing ourselves and the journey that we have to take as this all unfolds. We are much more than we've ever been told. We are more powerful than we've ever been told and that we've ever known and experienced yet. So first is knowing that you deserve more. Second is thank you for showing me the gifts and all of this and the path through it all to the other side. Number three is emptying all that is blocking you from receiving more. This is so important, so vital. It's a, it's the key to, to having all that is that we desire. We have to understand that so many times there's something inside of us some, something that's holding us back. Something that keeps us, is a, like a barrier that keeps us from getting to where we want to go. And thank you is that only prayer, as I said, that you will ever need. Saying thank you opens your inner doors to what is awaiting your dealing with and becoming. Inside of us are beliefs that need to go. Inside of us are old attitudes that need to be changed. There are values that need to be recalibrated, values that need to be adjusted. Sometimes we value the wrong thing. We value externals instead of internals. Some people value their sports team more than they value a few moments in meditation. There are actions that we've taken, actions that we are guilty of, yes, but guilt guilt without remorse, guilt without the pain and the shame, because to be guilty of something only means I have a chance to change it, not something I have to deal with and some angry God and blah, 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 because that is not the truth. There are things I've omitted that I need to look at, things that I have not yet done that I need to look at and say, how hmm, how will I do that? What is it I need to add to my life? And I will choose that. There are deceptions deep inside of us, deceptions that need to be dealt with and be put away. And the er erroneous thinking that needs to be cleaned out and let go, all of these things need to be replaced with all that can make us a more beautiful person, a more beautiful neighbor, a friend, or more. And as I let go of the past negatives, I choose positive values and attitudes and actions that will replace them. I cannot help but grow into obtaining all it is that I need. Know this, my friends. The divine is seeking connection with you even more than you are seeking that for yourself. The divine is pure love, pure love that awaits your coming closer instead of staying too far away because of some religious lie about being afraid. There is nothing quite like needing something and then realizing that all I have to do is let go of the old and choose the new, empty the old. It keeps me at a distance from the distance of not receiving, because the closer we step up to divine connection the closer we are to receiving all it is that we are waiting for and wanting that step into divine connection is always opening deeper ways of being when we live this way there is nothing that we cannot have and yet remember this is not about greed greed shuts us down gratitude opens us up to more the beautiful the powerful and what truly will help us live out our purpose for being here. Gratitude is the attitude of receiving more, then evaluating that and what happens, and then making better and better choices in the days ahead. We don't need more things to clutter our lives. Divine connection makes it all happen. Giving up something is not the focus, but receiving what is far more valuable is what gratitude will bring whether it's something physical that's needed or something that's more valuable for your inner self, your purpose, and your claiming your most beautiful self. Gratitude is saying thank you for the gift in this problem, in this delay, in this frustration, in this pain. The gift in not knowing why this is happening to me and or why it's happening for me. Then the divine is able to show us and give us clues to our own transformation. We are not alone in this thing called life. We are one. We're one with each other, and we're one with the divine itself. My friends, we are never ever alone. Being alone and feeling alone is part of that old system that has to be let go, and we can open the doors to understanding what divine connection really is. The divine wants to give you all that you need, even more than you want that. That's true. To let go of what no longer serves us is the key to having a more powerful and beautiful life. Is there anything that you cannot or will not give up to trade for the beauty and the power of living the life that you choose? Oh, my friends... The power you have to choose is so much more beautiful than you've ever known. Choose what you want instead of what others have chosen for you in the past. That old idea of salvation that the church teaches us is dead wrong. No one needs to be saved except to be saved from religion itself. And there, no one can do that but you. Yeshua said, Save yourselves from this unconscious generation. He never said he came to save anybody. He said, save yourself. And he taught us how. And that's what I'm sharing with you today because he taught gratitude. He taught that we can save ourselves by stepping into the transformation of our shadow cell, just stepping into gratitude and emptying and claiming. Dogma of salvation is for Fool's. Sin and redemption are lies from a religion that has never known the divine within. Real salvation is the experience of the divine within. It is living in oneness with your source of life and being one with your true self. Beyond the dogma of shoulds and should nots is your power of choice. You are not stuck in any place. You are never stuck in any place, at any time, in any situation, or in who you are today. The power of choice is always yours to express, to live free, and to live beyond all that has held you back. All of your past has shaped you, even your mistakes. So, should I say, especially your mistakes have shaped you. But you can celebrate them, as I did in show number four, and learn the gifts and making every one of them, and now live a life that's free of all the old mistakes. And right now it's time for another break, so I'll continue this in just a couple of minutes.
0: The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel.
1: Jim Stacy's first book, Jesus Was Not a Christian, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Jesus Was Not a Christian, available right now on Amazon.com. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles. And you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today.
0: Be Visionary This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel.
1: You are listening to Beyond Religion Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to The Divine is Within Us at Gmail.com. Again, that's The Divine is Within Us at Gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So we're learning how to say
2: thank you and how to let go and how to know a deeper reality. And in all the gifts that we find from all the mistakes that we've made, every one of them, we can now live a life that's free from them in the new energies of new choices. We can be glad for every mistake we made because we learn from them. And in that, I am never again a victim to any past mistake. I'm never again one who needs to feel shame because of something I did in the past. Shame can only take me forward if I let it because I've had enough of that myself. I lived with that for so many years. Shame, 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 guilt, blame. And when I began to study the Aramaic, that's when I began to know Aramaic is something you don't stick in your head, but Aramaic is something you take into your heart. And as we live the Aramaic principles, our lives will change. They have to be practiced for the healing to come. And so, as we transform ourselves, deal with our shadow, claim the new, as we walk in gratitude, thank you for the gift of, for this situation and that one. Show me what's holding me back. Help me know what it is to empty, so <clears throat> excuse me, so that I can be open to receiving what's wanting to come to me even more than I want it. Oh yes, that's true. And we can step into experiencing that and the wonders and the delights of being new. Past choices become new choices. Past beliefs become new knowing past circumstances can lead us to new adventures and all of those adventures that await us the adventures of our choosing how wonderful and delightful it is i know and you will know too past pain becomes memories of the delight in learning lessons from them past delights become new and even more wonderful the the one or more wonderful delights of today. I've had delights in letting things go, but there's nothing more delightful than walking in that today. Gratitude opens the doors to delight and celebration and dancing in that celebration of becoming new. On the last show, I talked about giving birth to a new self. All of this practice is part of gratitude. Gratitude is part of that. If something isn't working, then I need to work on birthing a new self and transforming all the old shadow self. And we will, my friends, we will become new. We will become different people than we were before because we get to choose. No longer hiding in fear and shame and guilt because somebody believed that, but no, walking in the power of gratitude, of choice, of becoming, and knowing, and celebrating, and learning, and understanding what our purpose is in life, and living that purpose, oh, there is nothing, nothing more thrilling than knowing that we are stepping into the reason why we came to this planet. There is no one else anywhere on the planet that can do what you are here to do. I hope you really take that in. No one can do what, or be what you are here to do and to be. So, how will you be new? Your choice, your choices will make that happen. And then we'll be new again, and then again, and again. And it never ends. <laughs> the, the adventure is just that kind that that never ends. There's always more. There's always more beauty, there's always more power, there's always more to do and to be. So, my friends, what is the passion that you have not yet pursued? What is the dragon that you have not yet slain? Look on the list for you should, you should, you should, do this, you should, you should. Those are the dragons. What dragon have you not yet slain? What vision, my friends, have you not yet explored? you can do it, what act of love have you not yet completed? It's waiting for you. What yet has to die in you so that you can truly live? Oh, that's a powerful question, and I ask myself that all the time. What else needs to die that I might truly live? With what are you not yet one with? Is maybe the best way to say it. We need to be one with more than just ourselves, but one with the divine, one with others. We are not alone. We are always part of the bigger picture. So what risk awaits your stepping through it to live more fully? What day will be a good day for you to die. Have you ever asked yourself that one? Oh, I have. And I've come to the conclusion that when I've lived to the fullest, when I've claimed the best possible, when I've lived out my life purpose, when I've brought hope and healing to others, when I've blossomed as I was meant to blossom and danced in the delights of gratitude, then that will be the day that I'm ready to die. That will be the day that I'm ready to make my transition and not until, and I get to choose that. And I am choosing. But that's many years away yet. I'm not near ready to go. I'm healthy and strong and I choose to stay that way. I have a lot to do yet and I will. And the day will come, I'm a 100 and some years old or (laughs) whatever that might be, When I will say, okay, my purpose has been fulfilled, I'm ready to go back home, and that can happen. But we are much more at choice about when we make that transition than most of us have ever realized. So what consciousness is it that awaits your exploration? You already have eternal life. Did you hear that? You already have eternal life. You are right now one who will go on living forever and forever and you can slay the dragon of smallness and step into more today and tomorrow. So why are you here on the planet? To work hard, to watch TV, to pay the bills and die? Oh no, no, no. What will you become conscious of today Tomorrow, next week, and next year. This whole idea of birthing a new self is a foreign concept to the Western mind here in this crazy system of capitalism, greed, possessions, bills to pay, insurance, savings, spending, owning, selling, buying, driving, sports, (laughs) and so much more that keep us focused on all that is temporary instead of what is eternal. You, my friend, are eternal. You are not temporary. No one else around you is temporary. We are all eternal. It's a lie of religion that we have to believe some dogma in order to have eternal life. That's a lie. Yeshua said, no, you are eternal. And he said that loving is the key to that. So when you love yourself, the divine with all your heart, your neighbor as yourself, and love your enemies, you will, in that loving, have and experience eternal life. That's what he said. And, you know, the church leaves that part out. Because they don't want you to know. They'd rather have you sit on a hard bench on Sunday mornings and sing some songs and pray some prayers and listen to a boring sermon. No, Yeshua said, get out of church. Well, I didn't say it quite that way, but, <laughs> but you don't have to go to church. Go within. Love, and you will find that you are eternal. You will experience it. So the Eastern mind has known about these things for thousands of years. This is what Yeshua said. He said, I have come to bear witness to the truth. He came to teach all the world in his day when people were forgetting more and more. The Roman Empire had forsaken the truths of the Eastern mind and and spiritual disciplines and had replaced the spiritual teachings of the ancient sages with money, with slaughter, with bloodshed in the Colosseums, and torture for entertainment, brothels and prostitutions uh, uh, on a national level under Caligula and others, and the killing of the earliest followers of Yeshua. Then along came the Roman Church in the midst of the Roman Empire. And they did the very same thing to those who refused to go along with their new dogma of guilt and shame. The Roman Empire was one of violence and drunkenness. The Roman Church was not any different as they slaughtered tens of thousands of people. And I say very clearly, the Roman Empire crucified Yeshua, and the Roman Church crucified his teachings. And there... is the condemnation of religion. No wonder the church of today knows nothing about giving birth to a new cell. All that most Christianity knows is dogma and theology and rituals based on the teachings of the Roman church, regardless of the so-called Protestant Reformation. Today, far too much of the church is concerned with racism, homophobia, judging others, criticizing, condemning, and the misogyny where they hate women and will not honor them as equals. And I say, all the, again, the fear filled men must become as strong as the women that they are afraid of. We are here to live beyond dogma of religion. This is why giving birth to a new self is so vastly important. Beyond all the religion, That's out there. Your life is awaiting your choices to be new, to live new, to practice the new. And yes, my friends, this self-birthing is not easy at times, but it's far easier than carrying a religion that condemns the old religion of guilt and shame and fear and all those negative energies that come at us because insecure men, try to make us afraid, and then they stuff things down our throats that make us even more afraid and insecure. Religion has robbed us of living our most beautiful life. Religion has robbed us from knowing our most beautiful self. How can we know it when all they teach is judgments and condemnation and guilt and shame They teach about a God that is separate, distant, angry, way up in the sky that can't wait to burn people in fire. (laughs) I laugh at that today. It's not true. Yeshua never, ever taught such a silly idea. And as I've said before, there's no word for hell in the Aramaic language. It's impossible that Jesus ever said that word. Jesus or Yeshua knew better, and he taught, save yourselves from this unconscious generation. That's our job, my friends. We're here to live above and beyond all the negatives that we've been taught. We're here to be beautiful, and you can do it, and I can do it, we can do it. Time for another break, I'll be right back with you.
0: The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network.
1: Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian Healing the Shame and Fear from Man Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles. And you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Jesus Was Not a Christian, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Jesus Was Not a Christian, available right now on Amazon.com.
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness.
1: You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program... Please send an email to the divine is within us at gmail.com. Again, that's the divine is within us at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So we're talking about gratitude
2: and giving birth to a new self, to letting go of the past, to claiming what's new. So many choices we have. So many things we get to change. So many things we no longer have to live with. So many things we no longer have to believe where we can replace all the lies with the truth of being who we are. This is why giving birth to a new self is so vastly important because all that religion ever wants uh, is to control. But your life awaits your choice. You get to choose who you are and who you want to be. No one, no one can choose for you. And all this self-birthing, well, no, it's not easy at times, but it's far easier than carrying the old guilt and the shame and the fear that comes from religion. Remember, as the show is called, beyond religion, your life is waiting, waiting for your choices, waiting for your birthing a new self, waiting for your celebration, waiting for you to step into your purpose and be far more than you've ever dreamed. So what do you choose? You know, a mother never focuses on the birth pains that she will experience when she's about to give birth, but rather she focuses on the life that she's bringing into the world. And so it is with us. We focus on the beauty The power, we focus on the life that we are to be. The pain, ah, it's easy once we focus on the life that can be ours. The pain is just temporary. The pain gives way to celebration, and that's what it's all about. So what does that new self of yours look like? What do you want to be that you've never been before? What do your dreams look like, your hopes, your plans for the future? Are you gonna retire and sit on the porch rotting, as so many people seem to do? Or are you going to continue to sail the high seas? You've heard me talk before about the ship that is safe inside the harbor, but is that what ships are made for? No way. We can die asleep on the porch, drowning in our beliefs and all the old patterns, or we can get out of that harbor. We can ride the ocean waves of our destiny. For I say without any doubt that a ship is safer when moving on the high seas, even in the midst of a storm, because it's moving. And choosing, and choosing the direction it takes, it can ride the waves and survive the storm and become and reach its goal far more than it could ever do in the harbor. So what is the harbor that you have been allowing to keep you home, to keep you safe? The harbor of past beliefs, the harbor of some religious dogma, the harbor of what's comfortable? Or are you willing to step up, walk in gratitude for everything that's happened, step into the new, and become everything you've ever wanted to be? You are a ship. You can sail the high seas, and you can become. So what does that new self look like? What do your dreams look like? Is there any part of you that you're not willing to part with are there any old hurts, bitterness, anger, need to get even, or the shame or the smallness? Is there anything that you're not willing to let go so you can be that ship on the high seas? Braving the storm, learning in the midst of it, overcoming it, and sailing into your destination? No, there's no part of you that's worth holding on to instead of having the adventures Of that ship I suggest you take some time sit down quietly where you won't be interrupted for a while and make a list of some of the changes that you want to see some of the changes that you want to experience in your life laugh at yourself laugh with yourself (laughs) and laugh at all that uh, that you have done the mistakes that you've made and everything else Laugh at it. Enjoy it. Don't be afraid to write it down. Don't be ashamed of anything. Make a list and look at it. Make a list and decide what it is that you truly want to be. Because I promise you, my friends, whatever it is, you can become that. I guarantee you, you can become that. Ask yourself, why are these things present in my life. And then ask yourself, is there anything that's missing from your list? Why was that missing? Why did I not want to write that down? Make the list, my friends. Make it and celebrate it. And then you can take that, hold it up in the air, light a match to it, and watch it burn. You can burn the old list. And then I suggest you make another list. Make a list of all of your positive qualities. Everything that you need to brag about. Don't be afraid. It's okay. Own every part of yourself. What needs to go and who you truly are and what you want to have come into your life to replace the old. Because only what you own, only what you own can be let go of and transformed into the new. If you push something away, You'll lose track of it until it comes back and hits you in the face again. But letting go creates space for all you yet want to be and know. And remember, emptying is a choice to not be something or someone any longer. Emptying is saying, I'm done with that. I'm choosing the new. This is both instantaneous and it's also a process over time as we come to understand all it is that we choose All it is that we become aware of and all it is that we want to be. Remember, no one can do on this planet what you have come here to do. It's your life that we need. It's your light that we need to see shine. Then we say thank you for showing me what hinders me from knowing more. Thank you for showing me what hinders me from being more. This is the key to your desire to be more than ever before. Gratitude is a powerful way to open your inner doors to all that is waiting for you to claim and experience. you never experience the most beauty and the most power and the most delight sitting in the harbor. You're a ship that was made to sail the high seas. And then my friends, we need to learn to listen. Listen for the answers when we say, show me what is keeping me back. Show me what is keeping me from experiencing what it is that I need and want. And listening is can happen several ways. We can listen in meditation, we can listen in that quietness and stillness, and we can hear, we can think about things and our other ideas and thoughts come into our mind. The divine speaks to us very much like the ego Silent voice, but we need more than ego. We need the silent voice of the divine within. And then we keep dreaming, and we keep listening, and we keep watching, and we keep paying attention to all that's happening around us. For we will be given clues as we do this clues to what needs to be let go and what wants to come. That's about all the time we have for today. Next week, I'm going to be talking about learning to define our true self the Aramaic way. I promise you some delightful surprises there. Thank you for being with me today. I will see you next time.
1: Thank you for tuning into the program today. Please join Jim Stacy for another edition of Beyond Religion. Your life is waiting next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, let the divine work for you and with you. You're bound to experience a new life.